millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Do we think that she would have gone for him? Do we think that Mia would have gone for Harry? Oh, she, she'd have been on him like a, like a koala on some eucalyptus or yeah. something. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and this week I'm joined by no one. It's just me, just Hugh on his own. There is no co-host with me. Will is off performing at some more important function and... Clearly, we just, you know, it's got to the stage where we, we couldn't even get a guest to come and co-host with me. So it's just me here on my own. Um, so it's really a chance for me, I suppose, to just take the reins of this podcast and use it to promote my own political, social and personal ends, um, of which I of which I have none, I suppose. So I'm a bit I'm a bit bonged up as well. You know, I'm feeling a bit feeling a bit sickly, which I'm sure is what everyone wants to uh here as we're starting into you know an hour of uh, of just good quality good quality content I suppose I should say for anyone who is too worried and who has already turned it off I'm not entirely on my own because yeah speaking of bunged up I'm joined by two producers apparently neither of whom wanted to co-host with me as has happened before but no I was told today nope you on your own Hugh but we're gonna have two producers so welcome Michael and Anya hi guys I don't want to nitpick, but did you even do the hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast, did you? Okay, um, Michael, you're the other <laughs> producer. Were you listening when I started and did the intro? Did you hear it? Yeah, it was beautiful. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. I put, oh, I sorry, put that in my, my producer's notes, you know. I have realized the most important thing here, which is that 
tonight is one man, one vote. Whatever I decide goes, <laughs> because producers don't have a oh, vote. Whoa. So you've, you've given me complete, you've given me absolute power, you know? When, when it came down to the co-hosting, I think I asked you, Mike, and you said, oh no, I think we should both, we should both produce. I'm, I'm so intrigued by, by how you could come down firmly on either side of this utterly <laughs> meaningless discussion. But it's very you, Michael, to say, oh no, I don't. Did you say like, I don't think it would be appropriate. <laughs> Yeah. What did he say on it? No, can you actually take us through? Because I should say for the listeners, Will, my usual co-host, and I, we know nothing of what goes on between the producers. They're always chatting away to each other. They're always planning things, coming up with stupid ideas for the podcast. But then, then every now and then we'll come on and, and, and we'll say, okay, so Michael, you're producing. And he's like, no, 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 no. Anya's producing. Anya's producing. I was like, oh, okay, so what, what happened today? Why didn't you want to co-host with me, Michael? You've done it before. No, okay, so I have I have the conversation. Excellent. Let's read it into the record. No, I don't know if this is about love actually, but anyway, look, it's it's on the group. Yeah, I say, yeah, okay, who will produce? <laughs> Fair warning, I'm happy to do it, but we'll have very little time to spend on it. Michael chips in, split the producer role on you, like he's asking me to split a chocolate Sunday. And then I said, Will Hugh not need a co-host? And then Michael says, Between the three of us, we can make it work. And I said, Oh yeah, that's fine. And then Michael says, we can work it out. I think what he's done there is he's he's realised that the first time he said we can make it work, he could have said the title of a Beatles song. And so when he said it the second time, he probably sang that message as he wrote it in. Am I right, Michael? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly where that yeah. was going, yeah. And of course, Michael, the first line, do you know what the first line of we can work it out is? Try to see it my way. Yeah, which is basically how you live your life. <laughs> Only maybe without the try to in front of us. Um, yeah, Michael, but talk us through. Like, why? Why do you? Are you afraid of me getting getting the calls on the big seat? <laughs> no, I just just like taking this back seat back seat role. You know, it's like Hughes driving the car. You and I, you and I are sitting in the back seat. But Michael, then why couldn't Anya co-host? Or is it? You say, well, I mean, we're not ready no. for a woman <laughs> to be in that position. I I do, no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think we're there, there yet. yet uh, yeah. As a, as a yeah. an organization, but Michael, at the very start of this, I believe the whole silent producer conceit was that you weren't going to say anything. <laughs> but you literally <laughs> that is exactly like I was not supposed to be heard on this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And now, and I just want to, a more recent example that I have of this is uh, we 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 recorded a very ambitious multi guest, mm, which has been re- episode released, recently, yeah. and Michael. I'd say three times said to me, I think it's really important that you and I say very, very little. And I just think it would be interesting to analyse the, the transcript. He said this you know, so many times, though. Really he said this so many times. Anytime we've had guests on, like when we had the Bradshaw boys on, who were amazing, you know, Mike was like, I think I'd better stop. You'd have thought he was Carrie Bradshaw coming onto the podcast the way he stepped into the limelight, you know, wearing those, those molten blancs or whatever they're called. And, you know, like, he just, he just, oh no, you can't, I, I don't know, like, me think that Michael doth protest too much, I, I don't know what it is, like, it's like he's, who, me? You know, like, he'll be, he'll be out of a cake the next time. Oh, little old me! <laughs> so, so coquettish. Yeah, I know, but it's just, I, I it's funny that you always say it, you're like, I just think it wouldn't be appropriate to speak <laughs> at all, but I, I think it's just a way to make me shut up. So that you, you, yeah, <laughs> I think we as producers should say less. Mm. Uh, yeah, 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 100%. Well, let's get into today's topic. Yeah. Michael, what are we here to do? Something that you've wanted to make you do for a long time. I have. So we are talking about uh, Christmas sensation 
movie and film I think everyone in the world has seen about 30 or 40 times Love Actually um, a a star-studded British I, <laughs> Again, Michael, this is an episode where we're bringing the listeners in. Are you reading off a script? No, no, the problem is there is no script. <laughs> I forgot to script this bit. Oh, no, you do this. You never forget what to script talking this. About this week? So sorry, Michael. You, you, okay, so you obviously are, no, I was going to give you a compliment, but I'm not going to. You, uh, you work off your scripts for this. So you're telling me that without writing yeah. down words, you're unable to describe a film that you've seen Star 30 or 40 times. I got this. I got Christmas this. sensation. This week, we are talking about the star studded You know all that is staying in, so it doesn't matter led. if you give me a clean version. Oh, no. It's all in. <laughs> this week, we're talking about 2003 smash hit feature <laughs> of the 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 uh, of every Christmas uh, season, uh, Love Actually. Uh, is it amazing how yeah. the AI is so good? <laughs> But then it gets challenged at all, Hugh, and it just really, like, you just really start to see the problems with the system program that we're yeah, running and here. it's just, it's, it's funny because it's a phrase that my students, anytime anything goes wrong with, like, a laptop or anything, they're like, oh, Mr. O'Connor, it's glitching. You know, like, that's what they, they clearly, like, today they told me that the analog clock in our room was glitching. And I was like, girls, an analog <laughs> clock can't glitch. Uh, there's a, there's a tongue twister for you. Um, but, um, yeah, Sorry, Michael, Michael, he's just... Power yeah. up again there. Yeah, so firstly we're talking about this because it is a Christmas film, but secondly we're talking about because Hugh, heretofore, had never seen this film. And my first question is going to be, Hugh, how did you get through your life without seeing Love Actually, a film that I think everyone else in the world sees five times every Christmas? I mean, I, I, like I take issue with the stupidity of the question, I suppose. It's either the stupidity <laughs> of the question or the stupidity of everyone else in the world. Michael, no one watches this film five times at Christmas, except for... They do. They do. They do. Yeah, they but do. then they, I, I mean, those people need to get something more going on in their lives. And I say that <laughs> as someone with nothing going on in his life. Like, but watch the same film five times every Christmas. Anyway, um, how did I avoid it? But like, Michael, I think that's the other thing. Maybe I avoid it because I have nothing else going on in my life. I didn't have someone being like, well, except you, saying, oh, we have to watch Love Actually. But then we don't spend our Christmases <laughs> together, Michael. Much to That's true. It's the one time of relief. the year. Um, so yeah. I, I didn't find it hard to avoid at all. I think I, I tend to watch the, as, uh, as we may discuss uh, on a different episode, the classic Irish Christmas films like Indiana Jones or Gladiator. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes, or Star Wars. I didn't find yes, it difficult yes. to avoid it. Okay. Well, everyone else in the world has seen this film multiple times. I would say knows and loves it. Um, so we're going to talk about the pros and cons. We're, we're going to probe Hugh's first viewing of it as well. But before that, let's get into our, our classic Legitimate Mike's three-question quiz. Anya, do you want to go with the first question? So, Hugh, uh, this will test did you really watch it, I suppose. So in the movie, what is Alan Rickman's character's connection to the Prime Minister? I did consider it a very real possibility that I would not get the chance to watch this film because Michael and Anya, who I feel if I ever asked them to watch something that is two hours watched, and 13 minutes long. I watched long, two hours of darts. I don't think it was <laughs> the darts was as long as, as this movie. It was, but it felt long. Hang on, you were coming off watching that darts, 
singing Mensar Sulevich's name. You'd practically bought his T-shirt and were booking a trip to the Ali Pali on you. You were, don't give me that. You were flying high. Anyway, I managed to, uh, I managed to uh, sink watching the film into uh, a bit of baking and kitchen work that I was doing yesterday. And the laptop nice. up on the counter, the AirPods in. And I did watch the whole film. Alan Rickman, I don't know his name, the character's name, but he's married to Emma Thompson and she's the Prime Minister's sister. So he is the brother-in-law of the Prime Minister. That's very well mm. done. Very well impressive. Well done, Hugh. Well observed. Um, so my, my second question, Michael, if I may, before we pass over to you. Please. In, in, initially, uh, Richard Curtis planned for there to be a supernatural element to the film. Mm. And one of the characters was going to be an angel, but they ditched the idea which character was originally going to be an angel. I feel maybe... I think you have to give me multiple guesses on this. I feel Aurelia because she kind of comes out of nowhere. Their whole interaction is quite strange. I know he does find her again, but I feel maybe she could have disappeared. But I feel it's going to be one of the women who someone falls in love with. So I guess it could be Natalie either, who's the the tea lady. But those would be my two guesses. You're actually... Way off base. Oh. It was going to be Rowan, Ak- Rowan Atkinson's character. Oh. Uh, was, was got, which actually, I suppose, kind of makes sense because he's kind of a, on a parallel storyline to the rest well, it of it. makes sense for the end when he shows up, up at the airport. I'm not sure it makes sense when he's selling the necklace, though, does it? Yeah. <laughs> think, do angel, yeah, most yeah. angels ruin marriages as well? Just That's a big thing. A Obviously, yeah. Rowan Atkinson <laughs> didn't ruin the marriage. It's not the person who sells yeah. the necklace who ruins the marriage. <laughs> Just to be clear, I'm not. I don't want to lose our big jeweler audience. Michael, you you have a question for for uh, Hugh? Yeah. So Hugh, this is a much more comprehensive and probing question. There are nine storylines in Love Actually, plus uh, Rufus, who's the uh, the Rowan Atkinson character. Um, can you name all nine storylines? Oh God! I mean, this is right on <laughs> my street, though. I don't know if I can, but like, yeah, I love a bit of love a bit of data. So there's, okay, so there's Hugh Grant and the, I mean, this is such boring content for the listeners because apparently they've all seen it 40 times. Um, Hugh, Hugh Grant and the tea lady, Natalie. Um, there's yeah. Liam Neeson and his son. Uh, there's Bill Nye and his, his song. There's, is it Colin and the girls in America? Yes. Um, there's um, whatever the really handsome guy who's in love with Kira Knightley, his name is. Um, and and her husband, yeah. I presume that's all one story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. way up to yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's Alan Rickman's uh, issues, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colleague. Six. Six. Um, there's Aurelia and and Colin Firth. Yeah. Seven. There's Martin Freeman and Julie eight. or Juliet. Is eight. This is amazing, Hugh. And uh, hang on, I had it a second ago, uh, and I skipped. Oh, it's over. one of the big, the flagship ones. Oh well, well now does it? Is it? Is it? Um, Alan Rickman's employee, Laura Linney, and the French exactly. guy, or whatever his yeah. name is, or Daniel, or Carl. From, Carl. So that's all yeah. nine, is it? That's amazing, Hugh. Well, well done. done. Well done. Well done for first for for one viewing. That's you very impressive. The uh, ten highest Test cricket individual scores as well, because I think I can do that. <laughs> It'd be just as interesting. <laughs> the the the, the follow-up question. I'm going to give it the points. I think you you earned it. Uh, but which why, of the, why uh, Michael? Accepting... Hang on a second. This is something you do yeah. all the time, right? You yeah. ask a question. Yeah. yeah. yeah I answer it. it flaw- Will or no? Let's face it. I answer it no, flawlessly. No, no. 
And then you say, okay, I'm going to give you the point. <laughs> I want to know, Michael, if if I had asked you that question, yeah. name all nine storylines, and you've seen it 700 times, would you have got them all in one go? No, I probably would have got maybe like three of them. Yeah. I think, you yeah. know, I probably, yeah, 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 very poor. Yeah. Alan Rickman recall. and his friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, but which which of the storylines? So take take Rufus, the. the uh, I don't think he has a storyline. Out of it. Does he only he appear twice? Really, Jewelry really. shop and airport, yeah. 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 So I will say as well, when I was it. watching it, it is relevant. I was watching it on an illegal stream on my laptop. So I kept losing the image because I kept getting pop ups. Some, obviously, some just asking me if I wanted to meet mature women um, in Dublin. Um, <laughs> and which do is you? interesting that that's the route they've chosen for me, you know? I feel, I feel someone else is probably being advertised like Russian 21-year-olds, but no, not for me. It's mature Irish women. Um, and what's wrong with a mature Irish woman? Nothing at all. You? Nothing at all. I'm just nothing pointing out what the internet thinks of me. Um, but then there was also, I think, an ad for a game that kept coming up because it seemed to have two sort of figures on it, but the massive writing on it was just choose your gender. And I was like, this is a very <laughs> interesting approach to me. So some yeah. of the stuff I was, I got all the audio of the film, but I did miss some of the, including perhaps most importantly, I had to go back and rewatch the doorstep scene because I didn't see any of it. <laughs> and obviously that's not a great scene to just get in audio. I was like, yeah. that's just a lovely bit of silent night going on here. Anyway, Michael, go on. Go and ask your follow-up question. I know what the question's going to be. Actually. Which of them is the least connected to all the others? So so there's, a, you know, as you said, uh, the Prime Minister and Alan Rickman's character, they have a connection. Most of the okay, stories are connected. let me talk through this. So Colin... Colin and his pal. I feel like when they're at the airport at the end, they do link up with someone else, do they? They are connected. Yeah. They are connected. They're pretty well yeah. connected. And does yeah. Martin Freeman, do they also link up with someone at the end or is that the... Un- yeah. So uh, Martin Freeman's... Julie is friends with... No, uh, Colin's friend is the production manager on the film set that Martin Freeman is working on. But he's also friends with Colin, who is a caterer at the wedding. Oh, that he's at the is wedding, at. of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, is he a caterer? Is it, yeah, yeah. Colin yeah, Firth and Aurelia, do they have... They have a link back. Colin Farrell is. <laughs> Colin Farrell would be very different with Colin Co- Farrell. Co- <laughs> Colin oh, it's only a bleeding is, uh... book has gone into the lake. <laughs> That's crazy. Jesus Colin... Christ. Co- Colin, Colin Firth is friends with. Um... Is at the wedding of Kira Knightley and her husband. Is he? Yeah. So he's friends with them, and he's and he's friends with Laura Linney because they sit together when Laura Linney wears that stupid hat. Oh, well, like, Michael, I don't want to go all through nine storylines again. Like, Liam Neeson is obviously mates with Emma Thompson. Are they just mates, or do we know what their relationship is? No, they're just friends, just pals. I think they're parents, they're kids kids in the same school, aren't they, as well? Uh, Um, Anya, do you know which is the the odd one out? I do. It's Bill Nye and his manager. So even though they feature on the TV and Mm. stuff, they don't really... um, They don't interact with anyone. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So... Let's get down to it. Or, Michael, you probably have some little pithy... <laughs> no, no, I'm good. Kick this off. Little no, being good. the operative word. And yeah. pit being the uh, operative syllable. <laughs> um, Hugh, what was your favourite storyline? We'll get into whether or not you thought it was any good, but what was your favourite storyline? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not difficult, I feel, because I cared so little about so many of them. Um, 
I mean, I, I cared about Liam Neeson and his son. And can I remember his name? Yeah. Was it Sam? I think it was Sam. Um, Sam. Yeah, I care about I care about that. Um, because there's there's a bit of genuine genuine sadness in there. Now, it didn't take long for Liam Neeson to move on, mind you. <laughs> and Claudia Schiffer rolls into town at the end. Yeah, no, that was that was that was the only one I I actually felt had uh, had stakes. So I did actually enjoy that one. And you're really you're really rooting for Sam, you know. Sorry, I should say. I mean, well, we'll get on to like Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman, which I think could have been great, but wasn't because you only get it for two yeah. minutes. I thought you'd love Colin Firth and Aurelia. I thought that was your oh, fantasy to write your novel. Cared so little about that. I think no, that's Hugh probably hate, the Hugh one hates the I Portuguese. Least he about. hates the Portuguese. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hugh, I'm, Hugh, I'm not going to give you the point for that. You, you didn't answer that one correctly. The best storyline is Hugh Grant as prime minister. Uh, Hugh no, Grant. No um, I, I mean, it's I when it came back at the end. When it came back to Hugh Grant at the end, I had forgotten that he and Natalie were in the movie by that stage because it had been so long since I'd seen them. I think, look, there are problems with this film. First of all, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to be coming down unbelievably hard on this film. I'll just say that as, as a start. But um, there are obviously lots of problems with it. First of all, though, as a rom-com, it, it really lacks in both of those characteristics, I think. I do think Hugh Grant has some of the funnier bits in the film, though. I did enjoy, I enjoyed watching yeah. him dance down the stairs. That was great. It's yeah. always going to work. It's great. Um. And yeah. I enjoyed him calling Margaret Thatcher a naughty little minx or whatever it was. I thought it was a good line. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I, yeah, don't don't really care about that either. I thought you would have loved the simple optimism of Colin. Colin, yeah, I, I did enjoy the simple optimism of Colin. I mean, and it's so stupid as well. Like the way they resolve it. Like I did kind of think like, is this going to be a dream? Is he going to wake up on the plane? And it's like, no, he doesn't. They just went with it. Um but I enjoyed him. Ah, yeah, he, he was good. He was amusing, all right. I did like him. Hugh, what I want to know is, so this film obviously has been has been out there for years. Sorry, also, the Kira Knightley and what's the guy's name? The fr- Andrew, Andrew Lincoln. Andrew is Lincoln, something? yeah. I mean, listen, okay? The scene <laughs> on the doorstep, right? Very romantic. It's appalling. Very cute. No. But such a bad, selfish, horrible move. Like, <laughs> absolutely never do that what are you looking to achieve by this what are you planning to do except some slight self-aggrandizement the fact that you're extraordinarily handsome is the reason you get away with it he's got those funny lips as well you know he's kind of like do an impression no that's absolutely dreadful and also like I guess you could say, oh, but she already knows because they had that awkward scene in his flat or in his house or whatever. I look quite pretty, don't yeah, I? But also, look at my stupid but hat. also, like, he consciously or subconsciously allowed her to find that thing. He could easily have got rid of that before. He could easily have hidden it away better. He wanted her to know. He wanted her to find out. And then he goes and compounds it by going and hanging outside her house and telling her all this stuff that she can't do anything about just after she's got married. Not a cool move. What What do you, what do you make of the kiss? What do you think it meant? Oh, like, well, oh, nothing's yeah. ever going to happen between them, you know? It's a... Uh... But do you think, would you have been annoyed if you were her husband and she was out on the street kissing your friend? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think she went back in and was like, listen, you won't believe what just happened, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. And I mean, because it's a, it's a... Like, like it's not a peck on the cheek, you know. It's, it's, it's no, they it's, kiss. It's a, it's a little lingering little kiss. Um, and again, it's, uh, I mean, from her point of view, 
like I say, he's he's the he's the real bad actor in this situation, but she shouldn't be doing that either, you know. No. More no. Uh, not so much because of the fact that she's married, but more again that don't give the poor fella any hope, you know. He, this film has been out there for 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 decades at, mm. at, at this point. Nearly two. What yeah. did you? What surprised? What surprised you about the film? Like, what did you think the film was going to be about? And then what? Like, what was it? Like, what was it? Was the difference between the impression of it in your head and what you actually saw? I don't think anything surprised me about it, um, which probably isn't a good <laughs> thing. Maybe, maybe the fact. That, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, well, <laughs> nothing surprises I, me. Anymore. I don't know. Yeah, like. Was it better than you thought it was going to be? Uh, it was. No, I know it I, was. Look, I'm going to describe this film as deeply fine. Okay? <laughs> and uh, and that's that's kind of probably where I would have been before, you know? Did you cry? No, 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 no. You didn't cry? You didn't, no, you didn't but cry. I'm not a crier, I mean. Uh, but that's the sort of thing that no, gets there's me right one, the... one, the one spot where I would have yeah. felt at that little bit behind the eyes and in the throat... Was uh, when uh, at the funeral when you see Sam as Liam Neeson says and a wonderful mother to Sam and it, you know, pans to an eleven-year-old boy sitting there at his mother's funeral. Yeah. That's the only spot. Do you know when I first start to tear up at that is the opening speech. Like <laughs> <laughs> you is horrific, right? The whatever what? about the 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 gates at Heathrow Airport, fine that you get to see people talking about nine eleven is horrendous yeah, it's a and I don't think there's anything death. like oh, yeah. oh well that hasn't aged well it's better now than it was in 2003 I'd say imagine if you were someone who'd lost someone on 9-11 and you're like well I'm, gl- I'm glad Hugh Grant is saying that that last phone call they made to me was alright you know like what that's yeah, yeah. awful is it, is it not a nice message though that, no it's not the, the place end, for whatever it's not. It's it's absolute sabotage. Sabotage is the bad word to use. <laughs> sabotage is the bad word to use about the nine eleven phone calls. But no, it's it's such awful exploitation of that. Keep it at just the Heathrow stuff. So? If you just did the Heathrow welcoming gates or landing gates, it'd be fine. What do you call them? Not welcoming gates. Arrivals gates. That's what they are. I think that'd be fine. But instead, he has to go into oh, and actually, and the nine eleven phone calls. They've got a, oh, oh. Hugh Grant. I will say, probably peak Hugh Grant handsomeness. Peak Hugh Grant. Yeah, no. looks great. Great hair. Yeah, got it going on. Who was the character you liked most, and the character you liked least? Michael, is this some kind of competency-based interview? You're really <laughs> yeah. describe You're to us these. your greatest strengths in watching the film. <laughs> What do you see? <laughs> Tell us about a time that you cried during this film and the steps you took. For me, for me, the crying bit, I'll, I'll keep it together the whole way through the film until you get to the airport with Sam and he's running to the gate and the music soars. Like, I am a blubbering mess at that point. God, I just don't care yeah. about that storyline. Yeah. And the worst thing is... You don't care about the kid with the dead mum trying to find a bit of happiness, no? Yeah, but like... I, <laughs> doesn't really I, resonate. It doesn't speak no, to No, well, it, I think... Know? Listen, I mean, ultimately... Who cares because he's in love with the girl when he's 11 and there's a very good chance that no matter what the epilogue of the film tells us, he never sees her again and doesn't care about her anymore after a few months. So, I mean, in that sense, yeah. But, I mean, he's working through some stuff, you know? What's your, what's your, who's your favourite character? Uh, I liked Sam. I liked Emma Thompson. Uh, didn't like your man Andrew Lincoln. Uh, Keira Knightley's not, not boyfriend or whatever. Boyfriend. Um... Mm. 
<laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? I was really rooting for Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> I've always been a big Clinton guy, you know, so I was hoping for a bit more presidential sexual assault. That's the other really stupid bit in it as well. We're like, what are they shooting for when Hugh Grant does his heroic standing up to America bit? I get so dumb. Oh my god, it's so stupid. But that part of me does love that. David Beckham's left foot. David <laughs> yeah. Beckham's right foot. One foot for that matter. <laughs> yeah. They just, like, what is this film trying to be? There's, there's, there. It has potential. There's stuff in it. Like Emma Thompson. The reason I like Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson is amazing in everything, basically. And when she yeah, has that great. scene with Alan Rickman, where she confronts yeah. him about it, like, that should be an amazing scene. The problem is, yeah. you've forgotten who they are, and then you never see them again. Or, you know, for another half an hour or something and you're like you've given me two minutes of these unbelievable actors actually acting with each other and it's this discussion about like you know where she's like what am I meant to do in this situation you know and but I think that was very realistic because people don't just like blow their whole lives up no I totally agree on you but the whole point is if you're going to show it in a movie you need to know you need to show some of the relationship you don't just show like that two minutes that, that could have been the centerpiece of a totally different movie, you know? And that's the problem, is that there's all this... And then suddenly yeah. it's like, oh no, but now Aurelia's jumping into a pond. I think the worst character, the character I like least, and then also the... Again, as ever, this is just Michael asked me questions just so he can answer them. <laughs> How was your and weekend, Michael? The, the, the weakest part of the film, I think, is... What, what's her name? Is it Mia? She, she's the... She's the woman. I'll be underneath the mistletoe. Yeah, a dark corner for dark deeds or something like that. And like, firstly, firstly, she is a hussy. <laughs> that, that woman is a Jezebel, okay? So I don't like her. But Wait a second. Hang on a second she's now, Alan Michael. Rick- she's a single woman, yeah. right? Alan Rickman's yeah. the one who the one cheats on his wife Alan and Hansen. children. She knows what she's doing. She knows of she's course doing. she knows what she's doing. Yeah. But that's yeah. fine. He knows what he's doing, Michael. Yeah, but what I'm saying you is... You were rooting for Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> But what I'm saying is I think it's the weakest part of the movie because it it's I think it's very it's just very unrealistic the way like he is seen as almost like powerless against this woman's charms. Do you know what I mean? And it just Yeah, but it, I, I, I actually know? think it was quite well done because it's it's not a very overt thing. I think he's just kind of got a resigned sense of it's going to happen. Mm. But I think that might be how people really feel. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. also, it is funny because she's friends with uh, Andrew Lincoln. Your one minute. Yes. So yes. there's a gruesome twist and for you. And she's Natalie's neighbour. Natalie's neighbour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all comes full circle. Not a nice necklace either. No, awful. Awful. But Emma Thompson is so pleased to find it. You're like, is that what you want your I husband know. giving you after 25 years of marriage? I, I, I think because it's expensive and splashy. Mm. You know what I mean? That doesn't seem to be his style. And that she was kind of excited I'll tell you who else I don't like. I don't like... Well, I think it's a waste. I think the storyline, the worst storyline is the Martin Freeman and is it Joanna. Like, I feel like that just doesn't need to be there at all. There. What, what? Actually, guys, what do you think they are? What do you think they're, they're doing? They're body doubles. They're body doubles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I what did you think they were? Problem. Well, I always thought Literary they were just porn actors. No, I thought... No. I always thought they were porn but actors. But they say... Michael, did you watch the movie 30 or 40 times? I saw, I listened <laughs> yeah. to this movie once while, while baking. And I know, they, they talk about getting the actors in. <laughs> yeah, but I thought they're... Their body, yeah, their body and doubles. And then he also says common. he was standing in for Brad Pitt in a film. 
So what they actually are, apparently, they're lighting body doubles. They won't even be on screen, apparently. They're just there to allow the... Yeah, uh, because he talks about, yeah. let's see the light on the breasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. think you were yeah, going yeah. to what fool is... us and you're like, they don't know. <laughs> they think they're a Hollywood star. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Martin Freeman's wasted, though. You know, I feel like he should be... He got Martin Freeman, he, he's a very versatile but he, guy. That was, that, was a very, that was very early on in his yeah. career. That's true, that's so, true. Yeah, uh, certainly yeah. in his, in his big-time career. So do you think there's romantic tension between Bill Nighy and his manager? Yeah, I mean, I think there's, you know, when anyone when anyone who spends that much time with someone spends so much time um, calling them ugly and fat, I was like, mm, mm, I wonder, I wonder, is there something there? Yeah, because I, I, when I was reading about the film today, I don't think that's the implication, but I always thought that's, that's what, what they were getting mm. at, that they were... Well, it is, it does, like, if that film was made even two years later, there's no way you have nine... Heterosexual uh, couples. Heterosexual couples, yeah, yeah, like, it's, that is... Yeah. Now you'd have all sorts of poly triads and uh, ethical non-monogamous and, you know, yeah. what have you. That should be, it, we should remake it, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it is, it is crazy, really, how... Is heteronormative the mm. word, Hugh? Yeah. The, the film is, which is a bit, as I say, Michael. Yeah, I mean, it also jokes quite a bit about sexual assault as well, so... Does it? A couple of times, yeah. There's something about someone's some joke about oh be getting his hands all over you or something like that so i say quite a bit maybe once but i definitely heard it yeah and yeah. then also i think she does emma thompson says it to natalie as well she's like oh what she doesn't get his hands on you or something like that as well a joke about hugh grant groping her <laughs> at a school concert as well yeah no cool no, come cool, on emma cool. Come on, Professor Trelawney. Did you enjoy the as a teacher? Did you, did you enjoy the the school concert with the octopuses and the you know sitting in the car and everything? I thought you'd love that. Uh, yeah, that part. But like, and I like the idea of being the lobster in a nativity play. But I mean, having one kid going up there and nailing Mariah Carey. I mean, that's not a good <laughs> sentence. <laughs> having one kid going up there and you know just absolutely belting out a song and they're like, that's not what school concerts are about. You know, not at that age. So Hugh, you you haven't seen the movie, but you must have heard the song before, right? All I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, yeah I've heard yeah. that before, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think now every time you hear it, it'll warm the cockles of your your heart when you think back? To I love I love it. Um, but why do you like you say it as though it was written for the movie, Michael? Because I thought it was. No. Did you actually? I I did. Yeah, I thought it was. Well, I thought it was certainly. Uh, uh, it released at the same time. Oh, yeah. I think it's older. Oh. I think it's nineties. Oh, I think it's older, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Nah, I'm totally right. How old is Mariah? Fifties. Yeah, I mean, all I want for Christmas is you is released was released in 1994, so a full nine years before the film. Yeah, so wow. I guess you learn something new every day, and then forget it. One thing I wanted to ask is, what did you make of? I think it's one of the more fascinating plots is the Laura Linney Carl and her brother plus what did you, like what did you feel about i it? felt well again going back to stuff that i think you'd change very ham-handed approach to mental illness a psychiatric hospital yeah. yeah and why is carl such a monster because laura linney has the temerity to have a brother I know. who sometimes yeah who needs, needs help. help like yeah but how much of a disappointment was carl i didn't hold up any great hopes for carl i mean first of all Again, and this is on both of them, but again, he's known, he's been in love with this girl for two years, seven months, three days, and 
30 minutes as well and like neither of them has done anything about it come on guys you're adults I, d- I don't think he was that into her I think, no. I think it was pretty well I think Carl's yeah. got a, did you, I mean have we seen Carl Carl's got <laughs> options you know so yeah, I, his, I think, he, I think he should explore options underwear related first of all because I really didn't like those those little black pants they were his, what, what was he wearing his little tankinis oh, really, little they tight underpants you know but he's yeah. Italian isn't he is he Italian that doesn't doesn't make it okay. Oh, sorry. Anyway, Michael was focusing. You were presumably focusing on the the rippling abs, were you? <laughs> who's, who's your who's your crush of the movie, Michael? Of the fellas? Of the fellas? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Carl is head and shoulders above the rest of them. Oh no! Really? Is a pack of pasty British actors, and then you've got. Rodrigo Santoro, see, which is his Michael name. loves the torso. <laughs> torso, you got to remember that. He's just mad for that. Anything That makes it sound like he wants to put it in his freezer. But he kind of I does. Don't... Anything if Michael is given a sheen over some muscles, like that's all he needs. <laughs> who are you most like in the movie, Michael? Yeah, who who do you relate guys, to yeah. most? Because I I know yeah. I can pick one for this as well. well who do you relate to certainly, most? Certainly certainly underwear-wise it's Carl. Yeah. Um, body-wise. Torso-wise. <laughs> torso-wise also Carl. <laughs> no, you know um, Aurelia's Aurelia's father. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's got he's got the same energy as me. <laughs> no, I think you might have. Does he have a bit of the Andrew Lincoln? Oh no. Yeah, he's he does. Well he does. And yeah. Also yeah, because you'd go for that. Seen. You'd go for that schmaltzy, <laughs> but utterly selfish behavior. <laughs> Uh, or maybe he's a bit of a Kira Knightley, actually, sort of <laughs> coquette. Actually, that is true. Looking at the video and being like, "Oh, I look quite pretty." Quite pretty, don't I? <laughs> you would definitely because heart. if you look at a video of Michael or photos, you're only looking at yourself. Like, that's <laughs> so true. You would actually be so pleased that there was no Chiota Legia for in the in the film. You'd be delighted. You'd you wouldn't even notice that Andrew Lincoln. You'd be like, well, you'd take it for granted that. But yeah, thank you for doing me justice. My wedding day. Who do I relate to as Colin? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think you are a Colin, Anya. No, I'm not a Colin. I think you are, though, because you're an optimist. I'm not saying you're going to go and move to America to meet four guys in a bar. But <laughs> but I do think you'd have that sort but of... But it like, also wouldn't shock there's me. There's something good ahead. You've got a... a you're, you're a... You know, you're a, a lad from Leeds with a lust for life, you know? Like, you're just, you're out there looking to have a good time. You believe in that good things will come for you. You're, you'd, I tell you what, you'd absolutely be catering a wedding and have an awkward conversation with the chef at the wedding. That would be very you. Oh, I don't think so at all. I I don't know. I'm, I think I might be, um, am, am, I, am I more of a, I think I might be a bit of Hugh Grant. Yeah, I can see that as Prime well. Prime Minister United Kingdom. I don't know. I'd love kind of awkwardly getting into scrapes mm. and dancing, and you know, and and then uh, or you know, I don't know. Or am I an Emma Thompson? But she's too sad in it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I, I, yeah, I guess I am Colin. I suppose I'll take it. I don't think that's a bad do you, thing. Do you think you're Martin Freeman? No, no, I think I'm Colin Firth. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say no. He is. He not is the he actor. Is. I he's, think uh, I'm absolutely as character wise. I think I'm definitely Colin. First. He's sort of tight, no, tight lipped. No, you're no, not. He is. Except he I is. wouldn't ultimately go and go and find Aurelia. I'm yeah, Colin you might do, up to that you, point. <laughs> you 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 download Duolingo. He'd he'd have it on for a couple of days and then he'd give up. <laughs> hey, all right, Michael. 
sorry, can, <laughs> will, will we screenshot my 235 day streak and put it up on the Instagram for the listeners? That's not a great sentence. No, it's, it's not, but still. Michael just... What, Michael, what oh, language? Sorry, let's go to Polyglot Michael a second. Go on there, Michael. Give us your best Portuguese there. Michael, can you speak any other languages? Me? I yeah. can... Uh, I can... Uh, uh, parler français. Go on. Can you? No, not really, no. Can you parler but, anything else? No, I do. But you know what it's like? I have the confidence when I get to other countries. Yeah. They, they'll understand me. Yeah, that's how they love you. <laughs> I think you're Martin Freeman. I think you're you're having awkward, shy banter with your with your uh, co-worker. And then you're ultimately... Like, he has a very straightforward story. I'm good at awkward, know. shy banter, yeah. I mean, and ultimately we don't know what happened. Oh, no, well, are they at the airport as well? Don't they get... They get engaged, I think, don't they're they? Together. They're together. Yeah. yeah, they're getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, but, so. but, but Anya, no. I mean, and again, if I told you, as a close yeah. friend of so long, that I'd met a girl... And that right. I'd walked her home and we'd kissed. Yeah. And then she'd turned yeah. to me and said, all I want for Christmas is you. You'd laugh your head off and say, <laughs> what a sap. Never speak to her again. You wouldn't tell me that, though. Maybe not. Though you keep that to yourself. What do you think of Liam Neeson? Great. Amazing. Amazing dad. Do you think so? Yeah. I think he does some things really well and does some things less well. It's really badly. Yeah. I mean, I I get that he's going through a lot too, but but yeah, I feel he uh he says a lot of things to that kid that I don't feel that should I be said to a kid, you know? No. And obviously in the film it's funny because it's like, oh, they have this amazing banter and it's like, yeah, but that's an 11-year-old boy whose mum has just died. I don't think you should be saying all those things to him. Yeah. So, Michael, who are you recasting the film with today? Oh, yeah. Today? Oh, that's, that's always a your great question. question. And then we realise we don't know any actors. And we're just like, so, Emma Thompson. Well, I did see that in the original one, I think that they want to cast Anthony Hopkins in the Hugh Grant role. I don't know how that was going to oh, work. That cannot be true. That was that he was apparently, I think, the first choice. Or or Sir Michael Gambon. But was Martine McCutcheon so, still going to be the love interest? I don't know. I don't know what they were going to do. I don't I don't know if they're going to bring in like Dame Maggie Smith or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a different story, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know if, if um, it is if you bring in Maggie Smith, you know? That's a great story. Yeah. Like, who are the British actors of today? Like, you've got what? Tom Hardy? Oh, Henry Cavill. You're putting you Henry Cavill so in there. You're so obsessed with Henry Cavill. It's his chest, isn't putting it? My ma- put, Do you want Henry Cavill you, to be Carl sorry. so that you get to see him? Uh, yes. Daniel Craig is in as PM. Okay. Daniel Craig is in as PM. Okay. 100%. Okay, who's so, Carl? Henry Cavill. Someone so attractive, I don't even know his name. <laughs> what about Oscar Isaac? As, as Carl. Yeah, great. Great. Okay, who's, who's Tom yeah. Hardy? Colin. No, he's he's obviously Andrew Lincoln. He's got the same lips. Andrew Lincoln, I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who's yeah. Kira Knightley? But who's the Colin Firth? Kira Knightley? Could, probably still Kira Knightley, right? Or Florence, Florence Pugh. Who would you recast as Martin McCutcheon? Uh... Gwendolyn Christie. Who? Isn't she? Uh, she's an actor, um, yeah. Isn't that her name? From Game of Thrones. Yeah, she's the. Oh, yeah, from Game of Thrones. And Daniel Craig. Although I think she might. She's be taller way taller. That's okay. <laughs> she's that's like okay. Six. That's okay. She's about six three. Is, yeah. is Daniel yeah. Craig very small? No, no. She's she's very very tall. Is that she's a very tall woman? Is that yeah? How you you settle no. yourself? Is it? <laughs> no. No. 
I think this has been on the podcast before, Michael, but do you remember when we were in college and you were going out with a girl and you always said, it's funny because we're exactly the same height. And I was like, Michael, you've told me that four <laughs> times, so clearly she's taller than you. Was she taller? Yes. No, no, never. never. Uh, Michael, are you five? What height are you? Five three. I think I'm five. You were about to say <laughs> five, five nine, nine, which is you absolutely are not, not true, Michael. Nine. You are at you know most what? five seven, and probably I'm five, let's seven. do it. Okay, let's do okay. it. I got a measuring tape right here, and I'm in my I'm in my stockinged feet. Okay, let's do this. It's a pity they're fishnets, but anyway. Not accurate. Now with no one else in the room. <laughs> and my ta- and my tankinis. Yeah, there's no there's no uh, independent adjudicator here. No. So okay, there we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There Look we go. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I know. So there. <laughs> yeah. What is that? God, this is so. This is so raw. That is. Uh, what am I? Oh, five, five, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah and the half is a <laughs> fake <laughs> model. There's no way that half is real. Like five nine is quite tall. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah, five, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. I'm around that height, Michael. But I just think it's funny because I still think I seem so much taller than you. You're just a little prince. But you could blow him away. (laughs) He's like a little. He's like one of those little like flower fairies from some children's TV show. You know, you open up like a sunflower opens up, and Michael is inside, (laughs) gazing out. But Michael, you you wear very. I've noticed you wear. I'm not suggesting you wear lifts in your shoes, but you do wear very heavy shoes. (laughs) Well, why say it then, Anya? Do wear like a boot with a little heel, though. Yeah, and and I think it's to kind of give yourself a bit of substance, a bit of a bit of anchorage. You know, get yourself grounded. So this is so untrue and unfair no no one Michael have you that. ever worn a Cuban heel Michael will you take a picture of all the shoes you have and we'll put it up on the Instagram and let the listeners no, I know exactly I know exactly what you have you have one pair of kind of Timberland walking boots you have yes. one pair of work shoes like I don't mean like uh, you know I mean work like, boots like, like, like working on yeah, the lot yeah. no you've got yeah, one pair like, of black work. shoes yeah yeah and then i'd say you've one pair of converse or no he's got a boot no, he's, not got a, he's got a boot like a, a dressy boot that he wears with jeans and he thinks looks good <laughs> it's dreadful well, he must have some kind of runner what kind of runner does Doesn't he wear, wear runners a he's dressy never worn boot. Runners. he used to wear converse but he's never worn runners what do you wear out for a run then You're oh that's true a... he must he must oh, have yeah. runners for the running <laughs> well, what do you... i wear my dressy boots <laughs> what kind of runners do you have michael Asics, if I'd I have say. some Asics, if Asics, you must know. Yeah. Yeah. Asics, yeah, what, yeah, a, yeah. what a dad runner. <laughs> They're white too. They're big, clunky, right? Yeah, white ones. Yeah, yeah. you've a real yeah, sort yeah. of yeah. American on holiday. I wear, I wear when I go. I yeah, exactly. I wear the shoes like when I go out for a run. It, they're like the shoes that like um, uh, <laughs> Kylie Jenner wears when she's going to get coffee you know those big oh, I know exactly white what you mean, yeah. they're yeah, nice yeah, I like yeah. them but they're very yeah, yeah. my dad on holidays in the 70s yeah 100%, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. and do you wear yeah, yeah. do you wear a short that's just a little too short a little too short yeah you love actually legitimate like or not I came on here not knowing what I was going to say on this and now I still don't know what I'm going to say I think it is. Uh... Well, let's get back to the the purpose of what we're doing here. Mm. Do you think it deserves yeah. the re the rewatching? Okay, of the guests so and the fans? I can't see myself ever watching it again. 
Right. I don't think it deserves the hype it gets. I think it's uh, not a good rom-com. I'm a big fan of rom-coms. I think this has neither enough rom nor enough com. There's too much going on, and therefore it's just not... You don't care enough about anything. It's frustrating when you have the bits with Emma Thompson and Alan Rickman, because like I say, I think that one scene is so good, and Emma Thompson in particular is acting her socks off, as she always does, and you just have to leave it. I like Hugh Grant dancing. I like the Liam Neeson and his kids storyline. Rowan Atkinson is great in it as well. Rowan Atkinson is so good in it, but he's he's always he's always amusing. Um, don't care about most of the others. Don't like a lot of the messages in it. Don't like yeah, as I say, lots of poor, poor uh, ways of dealing with various things. Uh, but like, you see, this is it. I have the power here. I can I can get rid of this yeah. if I want to. Uh, ultimately, I can understand why yes. it is yes. a very comfortable yes. Christmas watch Hooray. for lots of people. Yes. And I can understand yes. that they just want to settle in and watch uh, a pretty, yes. as I say, deeply average film. Um, oh. But if it wasn't for the fact maybe that it had all the hype, and if it wasn't for the fact that Michael hey. had always boosted it to me for so long... You know, uh-huh, I think I'd be uh-huh. happy to just let people have that. But ultimately, uh, I'm going to oh. say it's not a legitimate like. Oh! <laughs> Toyed with me. Oh, my goodness. Oh. You know what, though? Even as I started that final sentence, <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say. So listen up, Hollywood. We need more films with Emma Thompson crying and Hugh Grant dancing. Sort it out, okay? Look, if Michael hadn't been on this episode there's a reasonable chance the vote would have gone the other way. But look, I just don't think it's very good, you know? And like I say, we all have films that we like that aren't good. We all have those guilty pleasure films. But it's when it's held up. Like, Michael holds this up as the greatest Christmas film and the greatest rom-com ever. And it's just not. It's just... Yeah, it's it's also really long for for a not good film. What, do you, what is your... What is, what is the ultimate Christmas film, then? Muppet's Christmas Carol. And, yeah, the Muppet's Christmas, Muppet's Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol is great. Uh... Yeah, It's a Wonderful Life is good, all right. The old Miracle on 34th Street, that's great. Um, I'm not a big Christmas film person, though, to be honest. Like, Home Alone is great, you know? I I, I don't know that I'd really... Like, again, I'm sorry, I'd watch watch a a Back to the Future or a Mary Poppins at Christmas, you know? God, Anya, you are really (laughs) leaning into these yawns. I'm so sorry! For more thoughts on what people might watch at Christmas, tune in next week. Little, little teaser. Little yeah, teaser there. we have a big, a big, a big episode coming next week. I think it's our most ambitious one yet. Yes. Mm, yes. It was a lot of fun. Michael, have I really disappointed you here? No, no, no. I don't I knew, expect very much. So I didn't exactly. My expectations are low. Uh, so no, it doesn't dent my love for the film. Uh, but it's more look. I actually agree with you, Hugh. It's a film that I would be loath to sit down and watch the entirety of. But as something that I'm willing to catch, you know, 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there, over successive nights over the Christmas season, it works very, very well. So, yeah. And yeah, Onya, I mean, have you watched it a dozen times? Oh, like, I've watched it every year. It's not, not I don't make a big production out of it, but it comes on. And like Michael says, uh, you know, you dip in and you dip out. But I think there's some great moments in it. And uh, I love them. I always say this, but I love the nostalgia of those kind of early 2000s films. Films. Mm. It's a different time. Nine, not because they're heteronormative. Yeah. yeah, God. And I love the ending. I love the, the 
the gates at Heathrow and the 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 God only knows. Now Michael's yawning through my my speech. Yeah. Well, thank you both for producing, and yeah, you got you got. I mean, I feel listeners will. If they if they jump into this episode and see that I'm the only person on it with a vote, they probably know what way this was going to go even more than I did. Mm. What would Will have voted though? Do you think? I think Will is just outraged. I mean, Will is a British actor, and he's one of very few who weren't actually in the film. Yeah, so I'd say four. he's. Uh, I'd say he's. Yeah, yeah, there were kids in that film. He could have been on. He the was stage. four. Maybe he wasn't four in two thousand three, was he? No, of course he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, actually, he could have been Sam. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only five years in a difference between the actor who played Sam and Kira Knightley. the actress known as Kira Knightley. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she was eighteen yeah. in the film, which is mad. Yeah, shocker, yeah. shocker, child, child bride. Yeah. Can we not end on that note, please? <laughs> yeah, and don't say it with such pride, Michael. <laughs> as you're trying to convince me of how good the film is. Happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah. What did you think of her other underage performances? Like oh. The Hole or Oh The Hole is such a horrible film. Such a horrible film. I I I watched that in the Gale Talks and it really, really upset me. On Powell. It really upset me. Oh, Call Will Kira. Toshi Safal. Toshi Safal Is that what the hole is? Powell. On shot. Fake. To Tora Birch. To to an Ucher. Like Tora Birch. That means she is the key. Totora Birch in Raw, Le on Farella. Yeah, on Farella on, on Neil, Gruig Dove. Yeah, Neil Ain Simeg on Farella Gruig Dove no. in Tora Birch. Oh, Nora Four Kira Knightley Boss. Yeah. Well, on Shin. Uh, Toshe like Suez uh, for Gokrod, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess like Toshi Egg Drapa. Toshi Egg Drapa Suez on Ladder. And like, yeah. oh no, like. To to on to on Rodshin Dunta like Kada Yainhamid. I don't know why she's. Oh, because to on far on far Krakolcha, us on vol. August Toshe egg pulling the stringer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Toshe Toshe egg tarot. Toshe egg tarot. Yeah. Toshe. So Toshe in a shomra like. Uh, har, who was Harshin. on Tolov? Yeah, who was on Dyra? Now, did you say Krakolcha? Does that mean mad? Yeah. yeah okay. No, what's mad? Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, Toshe Asavjauer. He's out now, of his mind. On far Ella, is that Rupert something? On far uh, Kieran on 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 on, on far Lesh on Gruig uh, uh, Fion. August Toshe. Yeah, August Varig on Farlesh on Gruig Dove on on Latin. Not Rav. Martoshi egg 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 thread. Toshi egg thread. Yeah. Be- oh or all. Oh. August on Will on on Rav she egg kahav shapena egg Kira Knightley like was he? <laughs> Throwing shapes or or like egg Jane of the moves. Oh, or no, well, sorry, sorry, Shervishi. Oh, Shervia, V. Kira Knightley, August Shea, like, sa, sa, what's shower? Uh, it's a Erdus. No, kit is, is a lift, is it? No, no, kit is a shower. Like, Toshi in a shomra, sa shomra locker, sa skull, not graph? Michael, on Vakatu on. On Vakatu on Skull on Pole. No. No, no, oh, I well, have not. I have not. No, uh, no, no fake air on Rudd Shin, Mark. <laughs> Toshi, row, 
on podcast of Clushtall. August uh Tosulagum go Gurhahan She Gamorliv. August uh Motoshe fear. Uh please uh Moshe the Hole uh or or Moshe Vordole Leverdol Mar Tome Kindle Londini. Um Tor Tor doing uh Kuig Railta Er Spotify Er Er Spotify No uh Kyol Ul No Ain Arch uh Nora, 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 to her on cast a hen, her cast all, um, a to her the fold casty, um, August, um, yeah, a tall on, um, episode Ella Aguin, uh, Fween, uh, Banani, August, uh, Gnaeus, August, Gnaeus, August on car, um, August, uh, Seamus Oband, uh, <laughs> August on Maltrix, uh, uh, Henri Potter, August, Kate Rodella, Railt, uh, Railt, no, pew pew, Stars of the Gun, what? <laughs> Shooting stars, what? What's that? Rails. Rails. Oh, Star I, Wars. Star Wars. I uh, know on Kuga. Kuga and the Rail Team. Kuga and the Rail Team, I think. So not Railed. August. August. Shorsha Clooney. Shorsha O'Clooney. August. August. Tomas Cruz. Tomas. Tomas Cruz. Tomas Boss. Yeah, no, yeah. Tomas Torres Ermod. Um, August. Uh, August. Saint Rodella. Uh, just fun, 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 Gavecki may now. Um, fun, Gavecki. Oston. Oston, yeah, Oston. Actually, no, he'll <laughs> say Erlina. Um, so uh, you can fun, fun, August. Uh, HD. Let's on Russian. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I, I have sauna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. August. Um, anyway, on Shakun Shakun. To to episode into. Bonrian. Huh. Bon What's that? Woman something. Queen. <laughs> oh, the queen. Oh, oh, queen. Queen. <laughs> on, uh, on, on, on Bonacule. Queen. Le Chamille Franchi. August, anyway. To podcast in took a Gwyn. August, uh, Gurv Magwiv. August, um, Sloan. Sloan Gafol. Sloan Gafol. Sloan. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.